What is good, guys? It is your host, Emily Trill, and welcome back to Elevate Yourself. I am so happy you're here listening, and I can't wait to get into this episode today. Um, in the next coming weeks, I have a lot of guests lined up that I can't wait for you guys to hear the episodes. I am very excited about it. And the guest today is my good friend Kyle. He um, runs a lot of e-commerce stores. He develops and designs brands, logos, graphics, websites, um, anything like that, basically. He's very talented at what he does, and I am super excited to bring him on today and ask him questions and really learn what he does in his day-to-day life and how he got where he is today. So that's what we have to look forward to, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. So let's just jump right into it, and yeah, let's go. I am from Connecticut, Southington, Connecticut. My name is Kyle Borowski, and um, I do a lot of online work, specifically in e-commerce. I build online stores and uh, sell products on those stores, to put it simply. Well, for the people that don't know, what that is <laughs> would you break it down a little bit what you know e-commerce is and drop shipping yeah so e-commerce is just um it's pretty much just having an online presence right like um you have your retail which is walmart and then you have your walmart.com e-commerce is the dot com um as far as drop shipping it's like a logistical term where essentially you list products on your website from another or from a supplier, and then that supplier ships them out for you. In turn, you never see the product. So that is what drop shipping is, and it's a great avenue to uh, get yeah, started. Yeah, you kind of cut out the middleman and just ship it directly, which is pretty cool. Right, and it for like you know, it cuts a lot of costs. So if you don't want to start with a giant budget, you know, um, drop yeah. shipping is the so best I, way to I start. So I know it. you did this a little bit through college and me and Kyle have been friends for a bit. Um, but, you know, growing up, have you always, you know, cause you are a designer and kind of an artist and you do build a lot of brands, but you also design, you know, the back ends of those brands, like whether it be logos or just design boards, that kind of thing. Yeah. Have you always been that way growing up or is that something that you just started, you know, in college or, you know, late high school? Yeah. So I've always been that way. Um, like artistically, as far as like doodling and um, sketching stuff like my whole life. And honestly, the other day I was thinking about why I'm, I'm sort of an artist. And um, I was thinking when I was young, like when I was very young, about like three years old. Yeah. You remember Microsoft <laughs> Paint? I would spend hours on like my grandmother's Windows 95 or whatever it was, just painting like stuff. And I didn't realize it at the time, but then I realized now it's like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Cause I just love the, I love being able to put stuff, I guess, digital to life. And um, yeah, that's kind of how the artist thing started. But as far as um, the internet and social media and stuff, I, I said since in high school, I was going to be a social media marketer and I didn't even know what that was at the time, but uh, I just knew I was going to do it. 
So I just, I just said that whatever someone would ask, cause you know, people would yeah. be like, what do you want to do when you grow up? I feel like that wasn't even big, you know? Yeah, it wasn't. The biggest thing was like Vine, and, you know? And now like there's so many social media managers and that's actually like a, you know, a pretty sought after position. Yeah. If it's done right. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so during college and like after college, how does like your day to day compare like from what you do now? Um, you know, managing your time in college. And I know that you also did drop shipping, you know, towards the end a little bit when you were in college. So how did that look? How did you manage like taking classes at the same time for say like kids that are in college or, um, you know, have another job and they want to start doing drop shipping? Yeah. Um, like the time management with it. How did, how did you do that? Funny story about that. Um, I, uh, so towards the end of my college, you know, initially it was, it was a little tough, like trying to balance the two. Um, and then once my businesses started to get going, um, like my senior year, mostly, and maybe second half of junior year, um, I started just really outsourcing my homework, believe it or not, which might sound crazy, but like my homies would do my homework obviously. And then like, I would help them. Like, for example, one of my buddies wanted to start drop shipping. He never followed through with it, but he might still. And I was like, you know, I still owe him. And then obviously I had, vir- well, not obviously, I guess, but uh, I had virtual assistants at the time. So like, if there was just really just plug and play stuff that you're wasting your time doing, which is homework, then uh, <laughs> I really would have them do it. So it's kind of a crazy yeah. story, but it's really not that crazy. So just outsource your homework. It sounds, it sounds a lot worse than it actually was. If it was like an important assignment, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, but there's a lot of times when, uh, you know, you know how school is. Oh, I know. (laughs) I just remember you telling me that you're like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to see if someone else can do it. I'm like, right. That's that's hilarious. (laughs) It sounded so bad. And, um, but that's what it was, you know, at the time, cause I, the bottom line was I knew I, I couldn't F up as far as like, well, I mean, you could always F up, but I knew I had to leave college and then start, you know, making money or start my profession if I actually wanted to make it a real thing. So yeah. that's how so I like, balanced it. And of course, you know, I would always just like wake up early um, towards the end of my school. I wouldn't go out as much, you know, and just mm-hmm. um, balance it that way. It's time management. Yeah. Yeah. And you always just put it kind of first because you knew like, this is what something that you wanted to do after college. Yeah. Right. And I would never just, you know, skip assignments, but there was times where, you know, we had to work smarter, not harder. What about class? (laughs) Class, man. I took so many on, I was the king of online classes. King. With the college right now and everything being online, like. I was way ahead of you all. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been doing that forever. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, it is weird that you mentioned that though, because now everything is just online. No, as far as school goes, it, it you know it's you know what makes me like upset like when I grew up where I grew up, snow days are my favorite thing, but these days kids don't even get snow days, so I feel bad for them. I know something happens like the most minor thing, they'll be like, okay, school's online. I would hate that. Oh, man. I used to look forward to snow so I'll... much. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah. Well, are you in Connecticut right now? Yes, right now I'm in Connecticut. Have you had any snow there lately? Yeah, but during the winters I've been trying to um, 
get out. Like I was down south for a little bit, but we've had, honestly, I live towards the shore in Connecticut and we've had one of the more snowy winters we've had. Cause generally when you're towards the, sh- the shore, it'll just be like a wintry mix, yeah. but yeah. Incredible amounts of snow. In Pittsburgh and um, for a couple of weeks and it's the worst winter they've had too. And I was there for two weeks and the whole two weeks there was snow on the ground and it just kept snowing, oh, man. And snowing and snowing. So that was fun. I but bet you don't um, miss that. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't even have like a winter jacket. So <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Not a big fan of the cold, but all right, continuing on. So um, when you are building these different brands, yeah, what is like, what comes to mind like when you put it together like when you have like a blank you know piece of paper or a drawing board out and you want to just put it in front of you what do you start with like you start with a product that you know you think most people want or you think you want to start with a product that's you know cheaper like it, I, just like kind of walk through your steps yeah that's a really good question that's a really good question and I've showed you the products or not the, I've showed you the uh, yeah. websites where I look for products um, right now I, I generally just keep what I'm going I don't search for new products but what I would do when that time was I would just I'd put the product on the website um, and this is for anything new like even past drop shipping you just put that product on the website what you're going to sell you don't have to worry about the name at first you just have to structure this website and the most optimal way possible that you think a customer will essentially purchase it. And then, you know, that is very complicated as far as, um, you know, the design aspect of it and then the structural structure of the website. I used to just only care like truly how the design looked, but now I'm starting to realize like, Oh, this is the reason this person converted because this button was right here and it looks pretty damn good, you know? Um, so, as you, it, it, the bottom line is you just got to test as much as you could. And um, like there's been multiple, multiple stores that I've started and, and nothing um, came out of it. And like I, I laugh when I think of my first like drop shipping store and it just I, I would love to see it right now because it, it'd be pretty funny to look at, you know. Did you think it was terrible? Like now looking back at it? Oh, I thought it was hot. I thought it was sick. Now, if I looked at it, I'd probably be like, what the <laughs> like, hell what is that? what was I doing? I was like, oh my God. But that's that's the beauty in it, right? Just freaking try things, yeah. man. That's it. Well, all, all of your websites look amazing. Like the design on them Thank is you. so good. And I think that's so important. Like when people actually are starting out with this and they just kind of throw things together and you're trying to do it as fast as possible. Um, you have to like think like, would you buy something from a website that looked like that? You know, because a lot of these websites that are looking like pretty sketchy, like you're not gonna buy from, or people will not buy from. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. And when everyone first starts off, like they're not too concerned about how the website looks or like what product photos they have. Um, they're just they're just ready to start selling, which is not what you wanna. Yeah do so you, you know? really just have to take your time with it and make it your your brand yeah because the bottom line is you know it's not going to happen overnight obviously well, i feel like a lot of people especially on youtube if they're like you know really good at facebook ads and marketing and they can sell you know like little things like fidget spinners or something that's like trend you know yeah like that's something different than what you do it, you're you're 100% right and I love how you realized that because I'm not in this game of 
catching a trendy product to make a quick yeah. buck. I'm in it for the 10 to the 20 years. Uh-huh. And that's funny you say that because there's a lot of this stuff online, man. That's just like, you know, do drop shipping. You're going to get rich, like attention grabbing headlines. And it's just like, oh man, it's so much more than that. If you really want to establish something real. And I, I appreciate you noticing that. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, but if they're like make a hundred K in one day or like, yeah, I mean, even that article that came out about me that Spocket did like high school or a college student makes, you know, what is it? 200 some thousand in 30 days drop shipping. And it's just like, Oh no, it's, it's more than that. (laughs) Like not as far as money, like as far as like what it takes. And then, you know, so. And it took, that takes a while though. Right. Right. I've been doing it. For a while so it's like you've mastered the fact that you have your facebook ads down now you have you know virtual assistants working for you and you've really put it all together as like your brands right exactly so, and it didn't yeah it's not like i started on day one and started getting you know solid days and then it happened all in 30 days it was probably a year until i got that right or maybe half a year yeah as far as like getting that constant uh, cash flow to the business. I think a lot of people feel at first with this because I I've had a few friends that have tried this, um, you know, drop shipping, and it it's just they think things are gonna happen super fast, and then they get irritated with spending money on ads, um, and then nothing's selling. Yeah, and that's why I've never been a big proponent of like the course game because when it comes to that and like advertising your brand, like you sort of have to be emotionless towards money. I mean, that's a whole different conversation, right? Because like a lot of problems in this world are because of financial um, issues, which is very unfortunate. Like, you know, but when you first start out, you really, I'm a big proponent on like, you really got to have the money to to start and just keep, keep going. Like um, you, you have to have a job to maintain those ads. Like, you have to, I used to cut hair. I mentioned this on the previous podcast I was in, but like, I'd be cutting my homie's hair all the time um, because I was good at it. And I've been doing that since like seventh grade. So like I, I've had that, um, that drive to, to keep it going. Yeah. And you have to continuously have that until you're actually making money where you can not do that anymore. So. Yeah. So you could get make enough money to be a guest on this prestigious podcast, you know? <laughs> You know it. Yep. So you mentioned how you like to have your products timeless. Like there's something that people are going to want, you know, 10, 30 years down the road. Like this is something that they're going to have for a while. So when people are creating these brands, how important is the quality of what they're putting out there? Everything. Um, And this is another thing that I didn't dive into really until I started getting more into it is just product like mastering the product and i've heard that elon Musk say this and he's so right about it he's just like a lot of people will sleep on mastering the actual product itself and they'll spend all their money on advertising yet they hardly know what they're selling so you really have to like experiment with this product and be like okay if I, like you said earlier if i had this product um like would i love it and would i keep it for an extended period of time and and will it serve that purpose like it won't break or it won't malfunction you know depending on the product i think that's huge right there i i I don't like the people that are drop shipping all this like cheaper stuff and they think it's gonna work and everything which it might work for a little bit but i think it's so much more important just to create a brand out of it 
hundred percent. And I, I actually just ordered, um, I ordered something and I knew, like, I was looking at the site. I was like, okay, they probably started at drop shipping, but like very cool product. Loved it. It was like these sandals. Mm-hmm. Um, and even on the site, man, they had a different pattern on their product. And then I got one that was bare and it also looked like they're worn before. Cause the bottoms were a little, um, like I was upset and like, you know, I could see that very clearly, right? Like I knew something like this is either someone returned it and and you got a pair of dirty it's, shoes. Yeah, and I was upset. I'm still <laughs> upset. <laughs> that sucks. But yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like it's like because reviews and like everything like that. I mean, if you're not going to have a quality product, it's not going to go very far. And uh, I mean, to produce a quality product takes time and patience. And it's just something that's going to have to develop, you know, with, with over like a couple of years, it doesn't just happen. 100%. When putting out content for, you know, your websites, these Instagrams that connect to the websites, all of that, um, how important is it that you're, you know, putting out consistent content on those, you know, social media profiles or, you know, updating your website, you know, with new sales, how how important is that? Yeah. So definitely as far as like the content goes as to, um, getting like Instagram and social media stuff, I think, I think that's more important as an an influencer. I think that's more important as an influencer. Um, obviously it's important as a business, but of yourself, if you're the brand, then it's very important that you're putting out content and uh, doing that for yourself. But as far as content goes for e-commerce, I'm a very big proponent on like keeping the audience engaged back end automated, which means like you log in and you uh, opt into our 10% off on the website, mm-hmm. you're going to be getting emails and texts for the next 365 days, all on autopilot to remind you that we're here. Yeah. And you know, that is super important because the automation aspect, um, again, I always connect this back to my prior experience. My first, like I was just thinking, okay, sale now, sale now, Facebook ads sale, but you got to realize how important and, and not easy, but you're going to win these customers over if you express enough of a, like a vibe and just be consistent with it. So yeah, content is absolutely important. It serves many different purposes depending on your brand. Mm-hmm. And, and for the photos that you have, do you ever take your own photos of your products? Not anymore. Shout out my boy, Mike. He, uh, he helps me out a great deal. Um, because if I was doing that, I'd be all, all over the place and, uh, I already am all over the place. So it's like, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta outsource as much as you could. Yeah. For sure. I mean, all the all the you know. the product shots look amazing. Anyway, so shout out Mike. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate. It. Yeah, shout out Mike. We got to make sure he hears this because he's a good dude. So now you actually have a business going because you do have virtual assistants. You do have people that work for you. You have multiple brands, websites. So you have a lot going on at all times. You know, you're super busy. Mm. Um, when you are, you know, running this business. What do you look for when you are looking for, you know, virtual assistants and what, what is a virtual assistant for people that don't understand or don't know? Mm. Yeah. So a virtual assistant is pretty much a contractor, um, which you could get from a website like www.upwork.com. Um, you search in there and it's like a, uh, it's sort of a, it's, it's, it's an assistant, right? But they're virtual and they could, 
do things like fulfill your orders because it's again, as I was talking about, like the clicking of buttons, like a lot of things in which you could outsource. Um, and quite frankly, in the future, a lot of it will be completely automated, right? But it's a lot of those things that you don't want to spend your time doing. You hire someone for that. And um, I look for people who do beyond just that. I like, like they might take initiative on their own. And ultimately, if they make the customer happier, because that's what this is all about. The whole game is making, the whole game of everything is making people happy. But I look for those virtual assistants to, uh, to really go above and beyond and understand why, like we want this person as happy as possible. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's, you know, important for any kind of business you care about, you know, what people think and their opinions of the product. So that's definitely a good thing to have people working for you like that. Yeah, like, they have to take it more into effect, like, that they are part of the brand, even though, you know, you might be overseas somewhere right now. Um, Who knows where you could be if we stick together for all this time, right? And we keep building. like it's, it's, it's kind of a cool thing because I've connected and developed a pretty kick-ass team of uh, good people all just, you know, all through the, the web. Yeah. And that, that's so cool that you can do that. It's amazing. But when you're looking for these virtual assistants, what kind of experience do they need? Because I know all your stores are on Shopify, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely Shopify experience is good. And Upwork is very helpful for it. Um, because they, like if someone had a previous job or like, you know, you sort of have your resume on there and, uh, they kind of make the process easier. Like you could have like a top rated person on Upwork. Um, there's like experts on Upwork, like for example, people who have worked with, you know, very large brands. Um, so they kind of make it easier to, uh, to hire, I guess. So is Upwork kind of like, uh, Fiverr? Fiverr. Yeah. It's underrated by, by Upwork stock. It's just like Fiverr, except it's like more contract. Um, Because on Fiverr, you can't really have contracts, I don't believe right now, because sometimes I use it, but those are just for like quick base hits. Um, But if you want to pay someone hourly, which is kind of crazy. I mean, maybe Fiverr does have this. Um, I only use it like probably half the time I use Upwork, but um, Upwork, you just have the contract um, with this virtual assistant, you know, whatever it might be, X amount of dollars per hour. And it just tracks you during the week. So if you have a busier week, you know, more sales and uh, more things to be done, you know, they'll spend more time um, and they'll be tracked. And, you know, I mean, it was funny because some friends were talking about how, like, I don't know, their other friend was just puts the weight on the uh, on the space bar and it it, uh, it tracks the amount of work that this person's doing or something. And they just leave and go like walk their dog or something. And I was like, man, my virtual assistants might be doing that. <laughs> it tracks them but like not actually because i know they're working and producing but that's people do that yeah it tracks them so it tracks like your movements and like your your typing so someone could definitely just leave a weight on the space bar and <laughs> call it a day they'd have like 23 hours working <laughs> in one day yeah it's like it's just a blank screen but i think i don't know exactly how it works i don't like check it too much but which is why they might be doing it but um, I think it tracks your screen movement too. So, so when with your business, what kind of challenges have you ran into, like over the, I mean, what th- three years that you've been doing this? Mm. Is it, has it been three years, three ish? Yeah, it's 
about three years yeah um yeah so what what have you ran into that has been challenging and then also like what are some positives that you have you know running running a business so one of the so this is the blessing in disguise of my my journey in drought shipping was when i first started um are you familiar with what free plus shipping is no i don't think so okay so free plus shipping is it's a it's a logistical thing again but it's like you put on your website a product for zero dollars but the customer just pays for the shipping i mean it's a very effective way of doing it um so we took on a mass amount of orders but this product was still coming from china so the shipping was taking forever so it was just like i essentially you know that brand at the time made a ton of money um but we spent it all on virtual assistants and, you know, customer service. Cause like I said, customers, um, happiness is top priority. So that was sort of a mistake that happened. Just a huge influx of orders still coming from China. And that's when I realized like drop shipping truly like, and it's in its purest form, I guess, not even purest form, like in its early stages is, uh, is not really the true way to go about it. Like you could be a lot smarter in the process. So that was, that was like a, a minor thing. And then what was the, what was the other part? The, the positive? Yeah, but I feel like with that, like, even like if I ordered something off a website and it was supposed to come, you know, like on like AliExpress or whatever, it says like shipping time, 27 to 80 days or something. When that time passes, mm-hmm. do you still even want it? <laughs> like that's such a long period of time. And I think that's such a downfall to so many websites and businesses because like, I feel like that's just, how are you supposed to even market that? Cause that's such a negative. Right. Right. I, that my biggest thing is drop shipping is a logistical term because technically I'm still drop shipping, but my products are coming from like the U S or something, you know? Um, yeah. And even the biggest brands in the world are drop shipping. So I think with the internet, um, a lot of times terms can become very, very saturated and, and too headline based and people get so consumed of a technical way of doing it when no, it's really just about taking the first step. The first step is the best step. You don't have to, I mean, granted, you always have to research. Research is important, but don't get too tripped up on these success stories. These people who are trying to sell you on these million dollar dreams, just do your thing, keep going and just don't freaking yeah. stop well because everyone's going to try and sell you like their story on how they did it but then that's not going to work for you because they already did it right yeah and they, they they don't i mean you know they care they care about your success but they're running their own business yeah, doing that to- so yes i i'm a big believer in courses but <clears throat> it's just got to be the right one are you gonna come up with a course i mean hell yeah no, uh, yeah, you are. I don't know. Probably not. I'd rather just do stuff like this and people could listen and hopefully it gets value, you know, like we're, we're killing it right now. And I think people, someone who's actually into this, you know, drop shipping and e-commerce could get good value just from stuff like this. So I'll just do free yeah. stuff, you know, but, um, I was charity work. That's what you're out cha- here doing. Charity work. And you know, what's cool. I just, I did this for black lives matter. Um, for one of my stores, Um, but there's this app on Shopify that raises, uh, it's like, you know, you've been to Walgreens or CVS, anything. And they're like, would you like to donate a dollar to charity? Um, we got that on our sites now, um, which is awesome. So right now we're going to keep, we're going to feed the, feed the hungry. 
Um, <laughs> well, even marketing that, that's awesome too. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. And hopefully it can make a difference like at scale. Cause, um, a lot of the websites are ready to scale pretty, uh, pretty high soon. So, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. What does that mean? Scale. scale. It's like, yeah. so we're going to essentially put it simply, we're going to spend more money on the internet advertising to get, to make more money. You know, we're going to, we're going to scale it up. If we're at X amount of sales, we're going to be triple that amount of sales just by, you know, advertising more, just um, sending out more campaigns, stuff like that, adding more to the teams, you know? So gotcha. yeah, a lot yeah. of people scale too, too quickly. It, like it actually kind of relates to my first statement I was talking about with the free plus shipping, um, yeah. scale really quick, but you also got to make sure you can handle that. Um, so yeah, it might blow up. Right. Exactly. Which is why the internet's crazy, right? Like, Oh my God. I remember when I first started and this was actually my senior year early, um the free plus shipping and we were just getting crazy numbers because the the system was very like the structure i had was very very good like because mm -hmm. it, it allowed for like a higher upsell technical stuff but i remember just sitting in my home my office at home and i was like what the hell is going on here like this is great and i was just bumping like little baby or something just hype about what was going on on youtube i don't know it was, it was nuts and that's when i first felt it i was like this is crazy like it was great and it's not it's not even about money it's just about putting in the work and then it starts working you know yeah and then it starts paying off and you're like wow i actually like doing this yeah it's like wow i can go like you know i can do do what i want yeah which is sure. what it's all about right yeah and then having your your long weekend very long weekends yep <laughs> um so is that, is that a positive about running your own business? You get to make your own hours? Yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. Because um, I told you this pre-interview uh, or pre-podcast yeah. when I said like the most valuable uh, asset is time. It's like, it's so mm -hmm. true. It's all, it's all we truly have. So um, you just got to use it wisely. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with you on that. So your day-to-day -day life, what like walk me through like say your monday morning or your monday afternoon walk me through you know from waking up what you do so monday morning i'll uh wake up and i'll go to the gym um probably probably around like 6 30. um sometimes the sleep schedule gets messed up you know depending on but it's usually like an early morning wake up um go to the gym do the work um generally i meal prep like on those sundays right so i keep you just keep going forward easily because the cooking takes a lot for me. What are you meal prepping this week? Chicken. Oh, really exciting. Chicken, rice, and green beans. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's so actually, no, but if you throw an avocado in there, it's like a game changer. Yeah. Avocado makes it a lot better. If you don't have that, it's not good. You have to, it's like crazy. So My addiction's hot sauce though. I feel like every guy loves hot sauce. I got to tone it down. Like my, I was just home. My brothers just like drench everything in hot sauce. I'm like, yo, that's can't even taste the food. Yep. I, I believe a hundred percent. My brother's even more addicted to hot sauce than me. 
but he he likes the really hot like the tabasco i'm like man i can't even i need the nice mild sauce you know like the i can't sauce. yeah like some franks nothing too hot just <laughs> anyways the day to day after that i go put some hot sauce in my eggs for breakfast Yum. um and then i get to the office and i uh I generally have a call or uh, I'll have calls scheduled, um, mm. get those things done probably till about 12. Um, I like to get things done early. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, I might turn up a few sites, things along that nature, um, design a few things because I'm a big proponent. Even if I don't have it scheduled, I know if I do something positive um, for this website, whether it's just like, you know, improving it aesthetically and in, in a very minor aspect or more of a major aspect, it's going to help. So I'll do that. And then after that, which is probably about 2 p.m., I'm, I'm generally done. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So you start early. I start early, and yeah. And, and you know what? Sometimes I'm literally, like, too excited for the day to come. Um, so, like, I can't sleep. And then, like, like, honestly, today I'm lacking, like, a little bit of sleep just because I like to get it done early. But that's fine because, you know, it's, it's – uh, I'll, I'll be uh, fine tomorrow. You know, I'll fall uh, great night's sleep, but like, I'm literally, sometimes I'm so hyped for the next day. It's, I gotta, you know, tone it down sometimes. That just means you love what you do. And that that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's why it's not like, you know, but I'm a big proponent on sleep too. Right. So. Like, damn, I, I love what I do so much. Like I can't wait to wake up. <laughs> like that's, that's <It's>, awesome. <laughs> People like, love would love to find that. I, yeah. Like, you know what? And that's what I'm big on. I just feel so I'm, very grateful towards the way it's it's all happening. So you just got to mm -hmm. be consistent. Thank God, you know, say what's up to him every now and then. It's a great guy. Um, so you said you go to your office. Do you, do you have an office or yep. is this just like. I do have an office. Yeah. Um, I have an office in Connecticut. It's a cool little spot. Um, just to get away from things. I think like that's nice to have because people that, you know, work from home or work off their laptop, it's nice to have like a space to just, you know, go and, you know, do your work. I agree. A hundred percent. A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people probably, uh, just, yeah, get sick of like, you're right. Just doing that at home at the same spot. And that's why even like, I'm a big, I like, I mean, it's been a while since I've been to one, but like coffee shops, you know, it's all, it was always a vibe. Um, just going to different places and working because that's like one of the advantages. But it's been a minute since since a coffee shop. I know. I was just talking to someone about that the other day. I I miss just going and doing like homework or you know work and drinking like a good drink at a coffee place. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of sad that it's foreign, but hopefully everything's you know back to normal soon. I hope so. Yeah talking about going back to normal, the pandemic, what has that done for your business over like, you know, the course of like this time, just, like has anything affected you or are you still running kind of how you did before? Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's, I'm running it how I have before, but things have been better as far as like more people shopping yeah, online, sure. obviously. Um, one of the bad things that actually happened for the pandemic was um, a warehouse that we had in the United States in a particular state, that state was shut down. So we, I didn't want to at the time because we were receiving like really good Facebook ads yeah. results. So I just kept, I kept the ads running and uh, essentially same deal. 
ramped up customer service, wrote like a company letter as to like, hey, like we're at the peak of this pandemic. This like warehouse, you know, our warehouse is shut down for this month or whatever. Um, so that was kind of an issue. Wasn't terrible because customers obviously understood. Jeff Bezos had it right. And he, he always talked about like the customer experience and I'm sure he still does, but just, just making them happy and uh, making it easiest for them. And then I also like one thing that's intrigued me too is um, Elon said, big Elon Musk fan, just because Tesla's wicked cool. I mean, everyone is, is for, if you're an entrepreneur, but he was like, every every input is error essentially. So what that means is every time a customer has to input something into your website, that's just yeah. making the process more difficult for them. So therefore, every time you want to keep it as simple as possible, where the less they have to do, the less input, the more optimal your website will be. Um, and those are the type of things. Ooh, I really like that. Yeah, those are the type of things I've been thinking about, um, which is it's, it's past the, the things that when I first learned um, all of this, like where these gurus would be telling you to have the green, the green buy now button, you know, that's not going to persuade anyone more than a black one. Like, yeah, it has to be swift and look good and easy. Right. It was just a selling point for people like, you know, like to, for these, for these e-commerce people to be like, yeah, you got to do this, this, and this, you know, yeah. you're going to get rich. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Right. And I'm not hating on course makers at all, right? I'm just saying. Um, it's a lot harder than they make it seem. Well, yeah. And it's not even like, it's like, yeah, you're right. And it's like, also do your own thing too. Like, don't, don't follow exactly to these guidelines that these people are telling you. Because that's how you're going to make it unique, you know? Yeah. And I feel like there's so many different ways to, you know, do this. And not everything is so black and white. So true. And then especially like when you look into the website, like so many different websites out there are just killing it. And it just, it just does not follow these technical terms that a lot of people like to promote, you know? Um, but there, yeah. there, you know, there's many ways to do it and everyone has their own way. So I'm not gonna, you know, say this, is, like I'm saying, I'm not gonna say this is right. That's wrong. Yeah. I mean, what works for someone may not work for someone else. So it just, it just exactly. Um, so you said you love Elon Musk. I'm a big Elon fan. Yeah, I try to listen to like, I just love the way he talks. And I think he's very, he he does, in a sense, like simplify it for dummies like me. And he's just so smart. Listening to him talk. He's, he is brilliant. It's, it's great. If you just listen to him and Rogan, I mean, like that podcast yes. is almost as good I as this one. I watched that like a month ago for like the first time. And I was like, what? Like he doesn't even look like, He's just thinking the entire time, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like his brain is just... He's just processing thing inside of, things inside of his head. Um, it, and like one of his companies, Neuralink, is like, it's, gonna, it's like a chip in the head. And like, it, I don't know, something how it's going to help you process and like essentially cut the input of what you have to do. So like if you're thinking something, you could automatically find the result on Google or something. I'm not sure how like the transmission process would work, but it's very trippy stuff. And like, yeah. Are you a big Tesla fan? Big Tesla fan. But instead of buying one, I invested in Tesla, um, which I think everyone should do if you have an operating vehicle, because eventually it's going to be all autonomous. Like you're going to be able to subscribe to a car for $9. My nephews are not going to 
own a car, I don't think, but who knows? They might. Yeah. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, so the subscribing Yeah, so I think Tesla that's their end goal. I don't know, but it's like you would have an autonomous taxi network where like for example, you know, I pay maybe not $9 a month, maybe $47 a month or something. The car drives itself to pick me up, bring me to work, and then it drives itself back and picks up someone else. You know, it's very it's really trippy, man. It's it's that would be so nice. It's it's gonna happen. I hate driving. I so hate like, driving too. It's gonna be so in depth that Elon says the next big thing is uh, in car entertainment, and he's hundred percent right. And in car entertainment, it's like it could be anything, right? It could be, you know, that's where you have to find the idea. But it's like you know, they right now they have like karaoke and stuff. But like he he always says in car entertainment is gonna be huge, and you know, who knows? Maybe we'll make something. I just saw. Um... A TikTok the other day of this car with no driver going to pick someone up. Like it was like an Uber, but like no one was driving. Yeah, it's never isn't that ridiculous. They're just like put your seatbelt on, close the. But door. you know what? That's good for mankind because it's like the 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 most prone thing, and this is why Elon's probably attacking this. It's like human error on the roads. Yeah, like you know the population being so big and increasing, like there's just even more people on the road, and it's like, what do you do? And I feel like that's one of the huge, one of the biggest problems right now is just space. Right. So that would eliminate a lot of issues. That, yeah, that is very true. Space is like, and that's why like people like Elon want to go to actual space, like because that's you're right, it's an issue. And uh, if we're living in a crazy time period, let me just say that, and it's it, everyone should take advantage of it in in, in any sense, whether it's investing or. Um, you know, doing your own, like doing your own thing. Technology is, uh, technology from 2020 to 2030 is just improving drastically. Yeah. It's going to skyrocket. I have a feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. so looking forward and like wrapping this up, what, what's next for you? Do you have any, you know, ideas in the future for what you're going to be doing? Are you, yeah. So that's a, that's a good question. I mean, I'm going to, keep you know running the brands that we have and hopefully just be able to run them on autopilot um entirely you know a lot of it is automated so i'm going to keep doing that keep going on that and honestly there's so many directions i feel like i want to go um as an artist but also as an entrepreneur i would say i'm probably more of an artist so like i'm very into kind of like uh, music but um i don't know what that would mean is if it's like making beats or if it's like making music videos or really, I think I'm going to get into the business of helping promote more artists and stuff like that, do their own thing. Um, but ultimately, that would be, yeah. Like, cause there's a lot of talented people out there who don't know the, the, you know, like, I don't know the exact way. Right. But I have a pretty, pretty good understanding of how to get these, these people or these brands noticed. Um, so I might look into more of like an agency type approach, um, but right now, it's just uh, you know keep building the sites. I, I love building the brand, so I'll never stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and essentially just trying to serve people as much as possible. So yeah. I appreciate you having me on this podcast too, because you know you always gotta help the people out, right? Oh my God, yeah, charity work over here. Charity work, that's it. <laughs> but no, yeah, thank you for coming on. That was awesome, and. 
Um, you guys can find Kyle. Kyle, you want to drop your Instagram or what people can find you on? Yeah, you could follow my Instagram. It's at Kyle Borowski. It's, uh, I'll, I'll spell it out for you guys so you might have to pause this, but K-Y-L-E-B-O-R-A-W-S-K-I, at Kyle Borowski. And sometimes there I'll share um, the brands very vaguely, um, but uh, I might do that sometimes. So tune in there and uh, hopefully we could have more content like this coming out. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me, Emily. Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much for coming on, Kyle. I feel like our audience Heck here... Yeah is going to learn so much um, from this episode. And I really appreciate you coming on and filling people in about what you do. And hopefully we inspired some people so they can get started if they're wanting to. But yeah, thank you. And I will see you guys next time. I don't really worry about a bad bitch. Oh. All these hoes been talking had a tragedy. Yeah. Diamonds on my wrist, they know.